Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. It's Paige with some very exciting book news. I am thrilled to share that thanks to those of you who quickly raced over to amazon.com on the day of the launch, you guys helped it actually reach bestseller in multiple categories, and it even hit number one in new releases on that day. So I could not be more grateful. I am absolutely overwhelmed and appreciative of your kind support, your encouragement through getting this book out in the world. And I wanted to give you a few details. If you want to pick up a copy, you can head over to my website at everythingwithstyle.com for more information and links there, or you can go to Amazon and order it directly. The name of the book is I've Got You, Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. In case you forget that, you can just search Paige Killian and you'll find it there. There's a Kindle version and a paperback for now. And I wanted to mention that if you would be so kind as to write a five-star review, you just scroll right down on Amazon, you'll see it down below, write a five-star review. In the month of May, for anyone who leaves a five-star review on Amazon, I will enter your name into a drawing to win a $50 container store gift card. So... Head over to amazon.com today, grab your copy of I've Got Your Girlfriend and write a five-star review so you can be entered to win that $50 gift card to the container store. Enjoy today's episode and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Paige Killian and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation.
Hey, hey there. Welcome back to another episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm thrilled to be able to talk to you about something that I have done not that long ago. It is Teenage Room organization. Now, oftentimes I am called in because the moms who I'm organizing for have really little littles. And a lot of times, even though these little littles are itty bitty, they have so many things that come along with having a new baby, tons of gear. And recently I have worked with a family that had exactly that going on. And so I am going to be talking to you next week. Actually, we're going to go kind of backwards, but it is what it is, right? We're going to go kind of backwards and talk about nursery organization next week. But right now I posted something on Instagram, a couple of reels, a part one and part two, there's actually a part three as well coming, but I was talking about how we took a teenager's room from basically from crappy to happy. That's what we always talk about here. We're going to take your space from crappy to happy. And it was real crappy, not because this teenager was a super disorganized mess of a kid. No, not that at all. But because this sweet girl uh, was going back and forth between uh, parents and was kind of living out of a suitcase part of the time that she was at one house and had more stuff at the other house. And so this was really a transition space for her. And it wasn't something that she was living in every single day of the week. And so she wasn't putting as much effort into this particular bedroom that she had, like maybe she was doing in the other space. So when I got there, I was actually asked by the stepmom to just have a conversation with her first to kind of get some ideas about what it was that she wanted to see in her space, because they had actually tried tackling this teenage room for her a couple of times before a super sweet kid, really open to changing things up, very grateful for what she had to the parents. So awesome client. First of all, I was thrilled to be able to work with her, but also it was one of those things where she wasn't feeling like everything that she wanted in the space was really reflected in the layout and also the systems that were put in place to keep it easy for her to go in and out throughout the week and um, that during the school year and the summertime where she actually felt like she could sort of plug and place things in when she would arrive there temporarily for a few days or for that week and then would leave. And then when she would come back, things would stay that way. So that way she would have space to put the new stuff in. So you could see this was a super specific type of bedroom that I was called to organize. And I was so actually really, really thrilled to have this experience because it caused me to have to think about that almost in a way of like, if you're on a trip and then you come back and how many of us just kind of live out of that suitcase for a little bit. And we're not popping things back in where they belong immediately because we get distracted by other things. And what was happening is this kiddo was actually kind of living like that nonstop. And they had a, you know, beautiful co-parenting situation that they were working through. And, you know, the kids felt great at both families' homes, which was so amazing. So 
I just want to give, first of all, a lot of credit to those of you who are working in a situation like that, where you may have a blended family and there are definitely struggles, um, tricky stuff that can go along with that. This particular family, and I know lots of you are dealing with that kind of thing. And so today I wanted to just speak to exactly what were some things that we discussed, some things that we talked about were working in her room and weren't working so well in her room and how we really brought it together to have a super awesome transformation. So don't miss on Instagram, those reels that I posted recently. If you're not following me there, you can check me out at everything with style mom, and you will see some of the you know ridiculous reels that I put out, uh, some that are actually helpful in their content. Let's hope. So definitely check out the part one and part two. So let's start from the beginning and I'll let you know what we did. The first thing was, like I said, meeting up with her. She was such a sweet kid and really had the desire to have an organized space. And that's something that I think a lot of parents might struggle with when their kids are preteens or teenagers, or maybe even are in and out from college or, you know, another job that they're going to a lot of times, and then they're coming home. It's super important to make sure that those kids are feeling like their needs and their desires for that space are being validated. So let's go back for a second to the days when we were preteens and teenagers. And I don't know about you, but I was emotional. I put a lot of pressure on myself to really be a people pleaser. I wanted my parents to respect me, trust me. At the same time, I wanted to be a fun kid that my friends wanted to come over and hang out with me. And I remember feeling like my space was a space that my parents had really allowed to be a reflection of me. And I appreciated so much that they didn't put their needs and desires on that space so much so that I could really have that freedom to do so. Now, look at me. I've turned into a professional organizer and a speaker who talks about this endlessly, getting organized, that is, and a mom who now has kids who I have to remember the way that I felt to make sure that they feel validated in their space as my littles are getting quite big these days. Oh my goodness. Isabel is like five seconds away from being taller than I am. So that's freaking me out a little bit, but one of the things that I know that I really appreciated growing up was to have that flexibility to organize and style my room so that it really reflected my style, what I needed, what I wanted. And if that is something that's hard for you, because maybe you feel like your teenager is, well, let's just call it what it is. Do you feel like your teenager is lazy unmotivated, disorganized, maybe even a little disrespectful. Well, here's something that I want to present when you're talking about organizing this space. It's really easy for us to look at maybe what seems like their lack of motivation and their laziness and think, oh, they just don't do anything. But the truth is these kids are having massive growth spurts during this time in their life. Their hormones are going bonkers all over the place, right? Because they are hitting puberty or in the middle of it, or are coming off of it and are starting to really discover what it is that their body needs, 
how their mind is really affected by outside influences and their environment. And what I really want to do whenever I share this way that I organize this particular kiddo space, what I really want to do with you is just remind you that even though sometimes we are very much in love with our kids, right? They're wonderful. Sometimes our personal feelings about the way that they handle their space or handle anything, to be honest, can actually be a deterrent from giving them their opportunity to take on this space and be more responsible and have it be a reflection of them. That also works really well with being a reflection of you and your parenting style. So I want to suggest to you that if you are feeling kind of those ways that I mentioned that you might be considering your teenager these days or around that age, do just remember like they are very much going through difficult struggles within their body that totally explodes out all over the place. And it's really just not their fault. It's really just not. And I think if we can give them credit for the fact that their bodies and their minds are going through such massive changes, we can offer them a little bit more grace and just come to them in a very calm and understanding place and validate what it is they need. All right. I'm off my soapbox. I just, I felt like that was super important to say because so often I'm organizing spaces for really little, little kids in their, you know, playrooms and their bedrooms. And maybe if they have a bathroom and I'm organizing for the parents who are more, obviously who are adults, they're more grown up, they're more mature, they're more responsible. And this was a really nice time. This is, I mean, I really hit the jackpot with this particular client, but this was a really nice time for me to remember that in between stage, because my daughter is actually, she's 11 and a half. She will be 12 pretty soon. And those are the preteen years that I needed to be reminded to really make sure and give credit to her, make sure that I am giving her that grace as all of those things are going on inside of her and can sometimes spill out all over her room. So here's what we did. We first just chatted about what she liked in her room, because it's so important to give your kids an opportunity to just be heard. And then the stuff that they're saying really validate them, even if you completely disagree, because if they're telling you, first of all, that's huge. If they're sharing with you, this is how I'm feeling about anything. It's really important to not close off those lines of communication or immediately tell them that what they're thinking or doing is wrong even if you think it is. Okay. There's time for that. All right. Well, we'll, that that's like a whole other episode that maybe one day we'll talk about. And actually maybe one day I'll have on this particular client to share her experience because I thought she was really amazing in articulating what it was she liked, what it was she wanted to be working in this space. And then she was really instrumental in getting these things done. So I, after I talked to her, I made a list. A lot of you know that I do things in three simple steps. So we talked about our three E's philosophy and what were the essentials she wanted to see in that room, the enhancements and the extras. So I'm going to remind you, go back to episode one, the three E's philosophy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, or if you need a refresher, uh, I'll tell you really quickly, whenever we're getting organized, I always believe 
that unless this has been done before I arrive on the scene, but oftentimes we can even still go a little bit further in this, that the essential is the purge. So that was huge in this particular space. And I talked to this sweet girl and just said, the things that you have in this space, do you feel like they are all things you want in your space? Do you feel like they all, like the clothes, for example, fit? Do you feel like the bedding that you have works for you? Do you feel like the organization that's here makes the most sense and is a system that works for you? And if some things are working, let me know. We want to keep those. We want to highlight those. If the, some things are not, those are the things we want to change. And one of the biggest things that made a massive difference in this particular kid's room is to get rid of tons of stuff. She really had not gone through in years and done a great purge of items because she, like a lot of us struggled with that essential purge. So there's also an episode seven, it's called the essential purge, where I talk about sometimes in those three E's to getting organized, we actually get stuck on that very first step, which is the purge, because maybe we hold on to things because they're sentimental, they are important to us, someone gave them to us, and we hold that more important, even if it doesn't fit us, it's not serving us, it's not useful in any way. And so that episode really dives a little bit deeper into how you can let some things go and how you can highlight the things that you are keeping and properly organize those. So absolutely check out episode one, the three East philosophy and check out episode seven, the essential purge. I promise, promise, promise you, even if you've heard them before, it's so good to go back and listen to those because it just breaks down those beginning steps of getting organized. And it's kind of like the Bible. I feel like you will read a scripture and one day it hits you in a certain way. And then Years later, you may go back and read the exact same thing and it hits you in a completely different way. So definitely keep those two on repeat. If you are a podcast listener, if this is the first time you're joining me, thank you so much. Those two episodes are absolutely going to set the tone for getting organized in any space, uh, even in your schedule and with anyone in your home. So pretty please go back and, and check those out. I'll make sure that the links are in the show notes so you can go directly to those as well. So back to what we talked about, once we did that number one essential purge, which was a little tricky for her, and I'll tell you how we got around a couple of those things in a minute, we moved on to the enhancement, which is the, this is the, what adds style or value to the essential. So if you are doing that essential purge as your essential thing, that's super important in getting organized first. The enhancement is something that's going to add style or value to that. And this, I always believe is the sale or donation of those items that you've purged, right? So you don't want to just like take them and put them in garbage bags and put them in your garage. Then it becomes the dead zone where things go to die. We don't want that. What we do want to do is make sure that we get those things out completely of that space, out completely of that home. So once she had decided that there were some things she did want to get rid of, we decided where those needed to live, either um, in a keepsake area or donated or sold or returned to friends. Because what she found as she was going through her stuff is that she actually had a lot of things that some of her friends had accidentally left behind after slumber parties or hangouts or whatever. And so that was nice because we were able to bag those up and she was able to take those off to school and give those back to friends. So the final step, the extra that we worked on in this room is actually the style, the styling of the space. And that is where we brought in the proper organization. We got some new hangers to hang these things up so that they looked nice. We got some containers that went in the top of her closet for, as I said, 
She is struggling with letting go of some things. And I said, what if we do a couple of keepsake boxes? So if you have listened before, you'll know I go on and on about how much I love the clear deep sweater boxes from the container store. And actually I'll put that link in show notes as well, because those can be used in so many different ways. So this particular time we used it for keepsake boxes, we put some stuffed animals that, you know, she really didn't want as a teenager. She's like, I don't really want stuffed animals all over my room. I would like to have a couple of my favorites, but I really want to hang on to some of these that were important to me that I got from both sides of my family growing up and, you know, just have special meaning. And I said, you know what, that is okay to have a small container. The deep sweater bin really works well for this because it's clear. You can see what's inside of it. You can choose to label or not label it in this particular case. I was having flashbacks to my childhood because she had some of those peeps that you see at Easter. She had some stuffed animal peeps and it was really sweet because she and I started sharing some stories. I said, yeah, I knew that on Easter Sunday morning, if I didn't dive into eating my peeps immediately, my dad was going to steal them out of my Easter basket. So that's one of the things too, when I was working with this particular client is finding ways to connect with her, not as an adult, not as a mom, not as an organizer, but just as a human who's on her level who can relate to her in some way. So if you are working with your kiddo or you have actually hired someone, which I highly recommend, by the way, just because you can go in and organize this with your kids doesn't mean that you are the right person to do this. It might be really, really helpful if you can actually hire someone to come in, speak with them in a super loving and respectful, supportive way, and then actually get the ball rolling and see results happen quickly versus maybe you guys might get into an argument or you might disagree on some things, or you might feel like you need to pressure that kid to let go of some stuff, but they're really just not ready to let go of yet. And to have an outsider come in and do that, they tend to be a lot more receptive to their thoughts and ideas and certainly more respectful. Why is that? I don't know. As a teacher, I'll tell you that so many of my parents, when we would do parent teacher conferences would say, really, are we talking about the same kid? Cause it feels like a different kid at home. Are you sure she's doing these awesome things in school? Are you sure he's showing up and being kind and respectful on a regular basis to you? Because sometimes it's a whole other story at home. So who knows why this is the way that it is, but I do just want to say, especially when you've got those teenagers with all those emotions and hormones going all crazy, don't forget That when your kids allow themselves to kind of lose it on you sometimes, it's because you're their safe place. That's what I believe. They feel comfortable enough to show you all their insides, their struggles, their emotions, their frustrations, um, and hopefully their wins and their successes and their joys as well. But just keep in mind that if you are actually struggling to connect with your teenager at this time, it is a gift to actually hire a professional to come into their space and help them create a space where they love it. They feel like they can rest, relax, reboot, entertain their friends, go whenever they're feeling lonely and feel safe, go whenever they're feeling sad and feel comforted, go whenever they need to break down and cry and sob or grab a brush and dance around to music that is really too loud for anyone to listen to. 
This is a space that is so important for your kids. And if you offer this option of organization and this validation to your child that what they need and desire in their personal space, if you can offer that to them, I promise you your relationship with them will be better. I promise you that you will now have the home that they want to bring their friends over to. And that is so important during this time of change. You don't want to lose your kids. You don't want to lose that open line of communication. So if it makes sense for you to bring someone in to help with this, I highly recommend it. Don't put that pressure on yourself. Don't put that pressure on your kid to make this happen with just the two of you, because it actually can be a really fun, enjoyable experience. I had so much fun. I actually think this girl had so much fun working together as well. And her stepmom and dad were like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is amazing. So just know that you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself for you guys to figure this out together. And if your kiddo is listening to this right now, I'm going to talk to you for a second and say, your parents love you more than life itself. And I just want you to know that even if they get frustrated with you sometimes, because you don't see eye to eye, just know this is the person who's going to be there for you. Always, always, always. You are safe in your home. You are loved in your home. And it is okay to ask for help to bring someone else in to make that space what you need and desire. You deserve that. Just like your parents deserve to have spaces in their home that are a reflection of them, you deserve to have a space that is a reflection of you. Okay. I think that was the second soapbox I was on today. So thanks for listening. Moving on. As we did those three steps to getting organized, the purge, the donation or sale of those items and the styling of that space. So it worked for her. She was feeling lighter and brighter and so excited. And I have since talked to her stepmom who has let me know that this space has been such a blessing for her. She loves having her friends over in the space. She absolutely feels like whenever she comes in from her mom's house, that she's got a space that she can quickly take stuff out or she can actually live in that space and not just be living out of a suitcase. And uh, just wanted you to know a couple of things that you might see if you do take a look at those reels, the video view of what we did quickly. Uh, what we also wanted to make sure of is that whatever it was, like I said, that she really did like that was working, that she wanted in that space was highlighted. I wanted to tell you about floating shelves. These are a great idea in your kid's room. You can put a floating shelf over a dresser. You can put one over a desk. You can put one over a nightstand. You can put one on a free open wall and really maximize that vertical space. One of the things that she was saying that she loved is her books, especially her Harry Potter series and having a daughter who read all of those and loved all of those. I understood that was something that she wanted to be out and showing. She also was a big poster lover. So I wanted to make sure that we still left plenty of space on her walls that she can put up some of her favorite posters as well. I also suggested it might be a good idea instead of having all of the sticky things all over her wall that when she took them down and swapped them out, she was noticing it was leaving a little residue behind that she might consider actually having a frame that she framed some of these photos and then could just do a command hook to hold those up. We also have discussed discovered recently, 
I say we, because I've been using them in my home and also in my clients' homes, that the command options, you know, the command hooks that, you know, you don't have to drive a nail into your wall, but you can just, they have an adhesive, you can stick them on. Command hooks is actually making this really cool thing for canvases. If you want to post up a canvas, if you want to do a poster, something like that, where uh, it's a, a Velcro mesh you put the sticky side on the wall and then it has a Velcro mesh on the outside. And then you put the other sticky side on the poster or whatever it is. Oftentimes that will not get damaged as well. Cause that's an easy clean take off whenever you want to swap it out. And it has the exposed Velcro and then you smush it together and it attaches. So that's really nice too, just to make sure that if you don't mount it perfectly the first time, you don't have to peel off that adhesive and start all over again. You can actually just kind of press it in and adjust the balance of it so that it looks level. So definitely check those out as well. So floating shelves were huge in this space for her to have her books. And on another floating shelf, we did one uh, next to it up a little higher diagonally. This was over her dresser. We put a couple of her favorite little uh, smaller stuffed animals and figurines that she liked to collect. Now, oftentimes kids do love to collect things. And so this is a great opportunity, like I said, for you to grab those deep sweater bins from the container store and you can put all the extras in there. So if they want to have these collectibles, but it's really too much to be out to show the entire collection. Uh, this, by the way, is, oh my gosh, my son is totally into Pokemon cards right now. So this is a great bin that I can drop down his Pokemon folder. And then on his little bookshelf that he has in his room, he actually has one or two of his favorite Pokemon cards at the moment that stand up almost like little picture frames. They have little uh, paper cardboard frames that he has those displayed. So this is a great idea. If your kiddo loves to collect things, but it looks a little bit cluttered or messy, if you do a floating shelf and you just put a couple of the faves up and then you can have that deep sweater bin or some other container, maybe you want to have another like a fabric fabric bin that opens or another container that has a closed top on it. That way you can put the majority of the stuff out of the way. So it's concealed, but it's still there so they can bring it out if their friends are over and they want to look through the collection, then they can do that. But you don't actually have to make a space on your walls and your dresser tops to show the entire collection, because sometimes that can end up leading to looking cluttered, even if you've got it well organized. So hopefully that helps you there. Additionally, if your kid tends to put a lot of stuff on their nightstand, consider doing something that I did in my room. I actually ended up getting a credenza, which is a much larger table and has closed mirror doors and a drawer. And I put it on either side of the bed for my husband and one for me as well, because we were having lots of different things that we were finding. We're living on top of our ill-fitting old, no possible organization situation nightstands that we had at our old place. So I knew when we moved to our new place, I wanted to make sure that I had larger nightstands that I could conceal some stuff on the inside. So that way the stuff wasn't living on the outside. So just remind your teenager that it's really important to have clear dresser tops, nightstand tops with only a couple of items that you are needing and using regularly. And then everything else can be stored underneath in a nightstand or within that dresser itself. Now, if you have a kid 
who does not put back their clothes. I want you to remember, and this is something that I taught to this girl in particular. I want you to remember that just because you might have a system in your bedroom and your closet, that might not be their style. So remember I named my company, everything with style. And the idea behind that is it's what's your style, what's working best for you. And what is working best for you in the season that you're in right now? So just like I'm going to talk about next week with organizing and styling the nursery, when you're a teenager, you have very different needs from when you were little. So if your kids are still in the same space and they haven't really organized or changed up the style since they were a baby, a toddler, a kid, definitely take a look at the systems you've got in place. Maybe it makes more sense for you to have some open shelving for them to just fold things. If you're folding them, if a housekeeper's folding them, if they are folding them it down in a laundry room area, or maybe sitting on the couch or hanging out on your bed while you're folding things up, it might make more sense instead of asking your kid to hang all their stuff Maybe it makes more sense for you to just have more open shelving for them to fold things so things can be easily accessible in that way. And I highly recommend trying to have multiple stacks if you can do that instead of just one, because sometimes when you go to grab one thing, then everything spills out all over the place. So if you can have less on a stack and actually coach them through and practice, depending on what age they are, taking three shirts off the top to grab that fourth shirt that you need and then carefully placing those three shirts back on top of that stack versus pressing your hands against it, yanking out the fourth shirt down below, and then everything gets unfolded on top of it. Okay. If that is a situation that maybe you had in place and it's not working for you, or you do want to hang things, have hangers that make the most sense for whatever it is your items are that you're hanging up in that space. And if you can get them to match, it's just a more uniform, organized look. I highly recommend that. And again, do consider where are you getting these clothes that are being hung up in their closet? Does it make sense for you to install maybe a tension rod or a line of some sort or um, mount a drying rack or something in your laundry room so you can actually have those hangers there already and you can be hanging things up already so that way when you ask your kid to come grab their stuff and go put it in their closet it's already hung up and they just slide it in the appropriate space if you are wanting to organize your clothes in drawers and you have drawers that don't have dividers and there's no division of different types of grouped items together i want you to consider just that not only are you going to do that really awesome purge and make sure you're not trying to organize the heck out of stuff you're not wearing or using anymore. And in this case, have maybe even outgrown or you're just over that style. Make sure you're getting rid of that stuff. And then what you've got left, make sure you've got those things itemized in grouping things in like categories, right? So obviously shorts, shirts, long sleeve shirts, short sleeve shirts, tank tops, underwear, panties, bras, socks, jeans, sweaters joggers. What am I missing? Workout clothes. You know, it runs the gamut. We all have different things in our drawers, but making sure that you're grouping them in separate categories will obviously help, you know, what you have, when you have it, what you still need, 
what might be down in the laundry that you need to go grab and put back up to get ready for the week. And don't put too much pressure on yourself to overly organize it. You might just want to have one drawer that has socks on one side and underwear on another side, and it doesn't necessarily have to be folded. So do what works best for you. In this case, your teenager or your preteen, and don't put too much pressure on having it be perfect. Because if you want them to put their stuff away, it really needs to be super easy. I do highly recommend file folding your clothes. And that just means having things folded in, it might make sense, not just in halves, but in thirds or in fourths based on the size of your drawers and then putting them upright vertically and then having them go from the front of the drawer to the back of the drawer where you're actually able to just see a little smidge of each shirt or each pair of shorts. That way, you know what you have again at a glance. And if this feels like too much of a struggle and you don't feel like your son or daughter is going to love doing this and keeping up with this, well, do what you can. Maybe that's not the best thing for them at this time. Like I said, maybe open shelving makes more sense in a closet. Maybe you need to go over to Bed Bath & Beyond. I love going to their bathroom department, actually, and assembling a very easy shelving system that doesn't cost you a lot. Don't forget that 20% off discount card. And then popping those in a closet and closing the closet. And that way you've got like built-in shelving in there and it costs you maybe 20 bucks. And it's a lot more user-friendly than having drawers that really just aren't working so much for your kids. If the drawers are working and they're sort of masking messy amounts of clothing, maybe that is the better choice for you to have right now. And just encourage your son or daughter to keep up with that. And again, keeping it in group like categories. And I'm gonna say it one more time. If you don't want to have to police the situation, it is okay to ask someone else to come in and help your kid do that. For whatever reason, a lot of times they're more receptive to someone else coming in and asking them to do that. And then you just get to take that off of your laundry list of things that you have to worry about or be concerned with in your life. So another thing that we did in this particular kiddo space is we organized her desk area. So if your child is lucky enough to have enough space to have a desk in there, I highly recommend those rolling art carts so they can separate things. So you'll see in one of those reels that we did a rolling white art cart and it had lots of her homework stuff, arts and crafts stuff, and some of her school books that she could reference in there. And we additionally added some little clip in organizers that helped put in a lot of her cool markers and uh, color pencils and Sharpies and pens, things like that. On her desk, we actually had a little desk stand organizer and she was able to display some of her more favorite and more often used pens and pencils and markers and things like that. So she had some that we actually tucked away in a closet so you couldn't see it. Those were her less used items and she would just bring those out if she needed them for homework. But then on her actual desk that was displayed, I just got something called the Poppin brand, a white container that sits on top of the desk upright and it just housed all of her most used items and we organized them, grouped them in categories so that those were really easy for her to grab when she needed and also it looked really nice. So we had some different like bits of technology in there. She had a, a couple different notepads in there as well. So that worked really well and then on the back side of it you could actually slide in full-size pieces of paper to stand upright or folders. 
Now in her drawers, I actually used a couple of the home edit clear acrylic containers that are expandable. And I opened those up and they were shallow enough to fit in. So she was able to have some division of different items in her drawers as well. And one of the things I told her that we could do is we could put those organizers all throughout her drawer, or we could just do it on half of her drawer because it was a big, long, shallow, uh, skinny desk drawer. And then on the other side, we would actually leave it totally empty. So that way she could place any papers or artwork that she was working on, on that side of the drawer divider. So do consider that if you've got a larger drawer. Now she didn't have this, but I do want to speak to it. If you have deeper drawers in your kid's desk, you might consider putting in file folders. You might consider actually grabbing a file box if it doesn't have the little metal mounts on the side to put the file folders in. So you can actually put an actual file folder box inside that deep drawer, or you could take some taller, skinnier, or deeper containers. Again, I always love going to the container store, but you can find this stuff at Michael's, Target, Marshall's, anywhere, honestly, wherever you want to go to get your Amazon. Hello, hop online. And by the way, if you're on Amazon, don't forget to check out my book. You can get it on Kindle or paperback today. <laughs> it's called I've Got You, Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. And what we're learning about today is that living this teenager life is not a solo mission either, nor should it be. We're all better together. We're in this together. It's really nice whenever you can enlist help of other people, especially experts who know what they're doing. And then you get to uncomplicate the whole relationship as you're trying to work with your teenager to get more organized. So do not delay, head over to Amazon, grab the book for some support, grab some organizers for your kid's desk and all's well in the world. So I think for now, I'll leave it at that. I will tell you, we did a couple of other updates she got a new uh, rug. Actually, she got an old rug. There was another rug that they had previously, and she decided to bring it back in for a more neutral look. And we will also be replacing some of her curtains because the ones that are in there just came with the house and they're just outdated. And again, she didn't ever feel like she had a say in what went up on her walls in that respect. And that's an easy thing. Again, head over to Amazon, grab yourself a new rod, install it, and grab some new curtains. That is an easy fix, especially if you're not wanting to repaint the whole room, just to get a little updated panel, couple panels that surround windows, or in her case, she actually has like a walkout patio situation. So she has some French doors that she can open real fancy, right? And so we're going to replace the curtains in there, but these are some of the things that we did for her. And I cannot tell you enough how important it is to make sure that their style is reflected in their room, because that is a place that they're in a lot. And we want to make sure that we're giving them the best chance of success in life and to have a, a lovely place to go and relax and recharge and get together with your friends, having that social interaction having a mom and dad coming in at the end of the night or siblings in and out and sharing that space that they're loving so much. There's just honestly no better thing that you can give to your kid, but to give them that validation of what they need and desire and want in their space is important. It's so, so important to validate 
their thoughts and feelings, especially during this very, very crazy time in their life when they have all of those emotions and hormones going on. So give your kiddos some grace. I hope that some of these suggestions were helpful for you today. Let me know if there's anything specific that I missed in your teenager's room, and I will talk about it soon on an upcoming episode. Until then, join me here next week, same time, same place, same podcast platform, wherever you're listening. And we'll be talking about getting your nursery and transitioning into toddler room organized. Thanks again for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying your day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing. Thank you.